Hey, you're listening to Commander Cookout Podcast, episode 209. I'm Brando. I'm here with Ryan, and today we're going to continue the arc of the good vibes by talking about Brash Taunter Gate 2020. Now, hit our theme song! Hey, Ryan. We're back for yet another world adventure. How you doing? Good. What is going down? Whole ton is going down. We've got lots to talk about on today's show. We've got Whoa. some shout-outs. we got some good vibes. we got 13. Teen decks that were sent in to us as a result of our uh, wonderful CCO Nation community doing a deck build-off that we didn't, in- well, I guess we inspired it. Yeah, you we- had your finger on it. Yeah, we- Or in it. I'm not sure. Both. Why not? All right. Why not? And they sent us a whole bunch of lists. We're going to we're gonna pound them out. Ooh, finger pounding. <laughs> yes. Uh, right away. But first... Before we get to any of those lists or any of that stuff, we have to thank our official overlords, FusionGamingOnline.com. They're the source for all your gaming needs. Oh, baby. And did I just get a slick order? Do tell. Foil. Phyrexian Delver from Invasion. Ooh, got to get them old foils, hey? Yeah. And it is mint. It looks so good. How curly is it? None. What? Old foils, man. It's like they're made out of titanium and, and like, super reinforced, like... Good engineering. Wow, I got a foil card yesterday that I shit you not was curled so bad when I tried to put the like undersleeve of my waterproof Dragon Shield yeah, yeah. super sleeve in. I couldn't make it fit because well, the what card set was, was it from? Icoria. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> full art foils, man. They're they. Yeah, old, yeah, that's dude. right. So I'm... instead of putting it in my deck, I put some beef in it and just ate it like a taco. Oh yeah, good. Yeah, yeah. yeah good. So I got some fiber in there. Good. Yes, and, and ink and. Yeah. Um, also, full art foil Mothra. Oh shit! The, yeah, dude. The only one I'm missing now is is Ghidorah. Oh, those feel good, hey. Yeah, and I'm gonna get a frame, hang them up in in Studio CCO. I moved some stuff around, had to patch a hole in the wall where something else was hanging. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah. So, Excellent. of course, got those at Fusion, CCO Fusion Five. Promo code five percent off your all all your whole order of singles. If you want to go there, you can use the promo code. Let's Fusion know that we sent you. And if you want to leave them a note at like you know how you can check and leave a note for vendor at at checkout, you can say F U or or thanks from CCO podcast or whatever. If you're in the Discord, somebody a while back posted that like what is it A S S C I I I art thing of the middle finger that they made out of slashes and periods and shit. Oh yeah, yeah. You could put that in there. That'd be good too. Yes. Yeah. 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 I, I does the note to the vendor actually does it appear on like the paper receipt that they send you in the envelope? Yes. Because that would be totally funny. <laughs> <laughs> you get it, and you're you get it, and then you're giving yourself the middle finger when you open up your order, <laughs> and you're like, oh. All right. It is truly like CCO sent me these cards. (laughs) Is that how this feels? Is that what this feels like? Is this real life? (laughs) Speaking of making orders from Fusion Gaming, a very generous, helpful, and wonderful member of the nation got in touch with me a couple of weeks ago, has a Zerzoth to trade me. Cool. So I finally got a Zerzoth on the way, and I promised myself and maybe everybody else, I'm not sure if I did it on the show, that when I got a Zerzoth, I was going to cut... Every single non Tor brand goblin from Tor brand and redo the whole deck. Oh, so I cut 22 cards out of Tor brand <laughs> and $600 out of Tor brand. So Ooh. he's way more budget now to replace it with a whole bunch of other. I don't know if it's going to be good. 
but boy, howdy, are we going to try hard. So I made an order from Fusion as well using the exclusive promo code CCO Fusion 5 to try and foil some of that out. And oh, I got some stinkers, right? Got some stinkers. Yeah, 47 cent foils. Oh, man, that deck's going to be either so bad or so amazing. And it doesn't even have the Zerzoth in it yet. No. <laughs> so I'm pumped to play that. Possibly in VDH with any who's who's willing to have me. Possibly just by myself at the table because that's what I do sometimes. Yep. And possibly yeah, especially get, these days. Yeah, and possibly <laughs> in Paper Magic when we get back to that in the hopefully near future. Oh well, okay, got this. Speaking of Paper Magic, this is the arc of good vibes. Hell yeah, we. So we. Hell yeah, we is. Hell yeah, we is doing that. Yes. There, that's what I was going to say. Arc of Good Vibes, I've got a good vibe this week. For the first time since like May. Oh, shit. I played real Magic the Gathering cards. What? On the internet. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> but I got a new webcam, like a hardwired webcam, so I'm not Wi-Fiing my webcam anymore, which makes it my shitty internet. Can't take it, right? Right. And then I get a really long, like a 900 light year long ethernet cable to connect right from my router directly into my computer so there's no lag between my router and my computer this computer right here y well not exactly now but this is the computer yes like this portable one yes that could you could just put right near your router yeah but my router's in my utility room well, nobody playing magic in the utility room there's not very much light the story <laughs> <laughs> the story Got it all set up. Get onto spell table. Me and fucking F.U. Smitty connect. And I'm like, hey, this is working. There's no lag. It's working good. And then F.U. Jesse comes on. F.U. Evan come on. They fucking ruin it. Because <laughs> they're there now. Yeah, because they're there. Yeah. But they were explaining to me how spell table works like on the back end and how it, it feeds video and shoots my video out to other people. It's like I'm receiving four streams at once. So, of course, all of a sudden, even with my updated equipment and hardwired everything, eh, wah, wah. <laughs> does not work. So, I can't spell table. We figured that much out. I just fucking can't. It's not an option at my house. But we hop on Zoom. Boom. Played a game of magic. Woo. Yeah. And for the first time, Maiden Voyage, the community communist Calamax cookout deck got second. Oh, shit. Yeah. Fucking lost to Jesse. Of course. So that wasn't that kind of put a hamper on the whole night. But yeah. <laughs> yes, but this is, you went from a good vibe to a bad vibe. You know what? If I'm going to lose and it's going to be to Jesse, at least I got to play. I guess. And it was totally fun. Drank a bunch of beer. Me and Evan chatted up about uh, like painting cards and painting miniatures and stuff after. And it was a good ass time. So excellent. If if you want to play, if anybody wants to play, now that summer's over and I've got more time, I can play on Zoom, I can play on Whereby, but I can't play on Spell Table. And if you want to play on Spell Table with me and Ryan at the same time, probably on a weekend, probably because, or, or or I have, not this coming week, but next week off. So Ooh. if you want to play with me and or Ryan. You have the whole week off? Yeah, I'll have Ryan over to my house, he can use my ci my big city internet, and we oh, can stream together. Oh, tier internet? Yeah. Or city internet? Yeah, well, city person internet. So, like, if that's a thing that anybody's interested in, oh. not the week that you're listening to this as a part of, but next week, I, I'll happily host CCO at Brando's house, and we can do some 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 streaming with the nation or with oh, whoever. We wants, can wants we can drink beer. Oh shit! Yeah. Can we eat some chips? Yeah. Yes. It's, yeah, man. Like we're well, all we're all over it. Crisps for those in the UK. <laughs> Is that, what, is that what a crisp is? A crisp in the U, in the UK is a chip here. Oh, I always thought that a crisp was a fry in the UK. No, that's a fry. Fries in the UK are chips. 
Oh. Yes, it's really weird. It's like when you go to the land of the free, Smarties are rockets here. And they don't have Smarties. And I, I was just going to say, what the fuck is a Smartie? The, and us talking right now, they don't have Smarties down, down in the States. Yeah, they, they got to. No, they don't. That's a candy that we have that the land of the free does not, is the Smartie. Oh. Yeah. So and all the people so they don't know here, what Smartie parties are? No. Do not Google. <laughs> no, do not Google. Also, if you do, if you do Google, do not attempt. They're messy. Yeah, and the sugar in parts of your body that ought not to have sugar in them. Yeah. 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 I did those actually happen, or was it just something that somebody made up for kids in elementary school to be like enticed by dirty things? They one hundred percent happened at least once. Oh. I feel bad for whoever it happened with yeah. two and or four. Yeah. No, maybe not. Ah, whatever. No, no, I was, yeah. <laughs> let's, let's move on. Yeah, let us move on because we're both talking about the same thing and we shouldn't be. Yeah. I also have a good vibe that's mutually for both of us. If well. you look behind us, if you're on CCO YouTube or you watch the pre-show, yes. you'll notice that we're back in the typical CCO studio here at Beautiful Rocco Radio. The, the uh, CCO control room. The CCO control room. And what does that mean? It means that I officially... Don't have COVID nineteen. Yeah, that's, that's good. Pre- that's pretty I, sweet. I, I told him that he's got a reamed out nostril now, though. Oh man, they put the little little thing in your nose up to your like, brain. Well, at first they put it in. I was like, this isn't so bad. And then she tilted my head back a little bit more. And then she pushed. You know when you push something just too far into your nose, mm. and just, your eyes start to water a little bit. And I was like, oh, this is really uncomfortable. But okay. And okay. she's like, just wait, and honey. And she's like, <laughs> and of course she was a a, a, a German lady. Oh yeah. Which is, so she's like. Tilt her head back a little more, and I was like, or like Eastern European, I guess. Is yeah. that what that is? Tilt head back a little more. I'm like, oh no, oh, oh no. no, and then it just like full on, like you know when it goes like too far in, and you, there's no more feeling left. Yeah, like it just hurts all the way in, <laughs> and you know that it's there, but you can't feel it anymore because it's so far inside your body. Yeah, that's how far in it went. I was like, oh my god, why does it got to go that far, man? I don't know. Ugh. I don't know. Like it. If it lives that far in there, like, how does it get out? Yeah. I, I don't <laughs> even know. he's actually getting sick. It's stuck inside. <laughs> so, don't, don't Google that. No, do not Google that either. But I'm, I'm free of the COVID, and I'm, I'm super ha- I was super happy to be back at work. If you had told 25-year-old Brando, one day you're going to be sick, and you're going to be not able to go to work for a week, and it's going to piss you off. Hmm. I would have laughed directly in your face. I would have laughed so hard at you, you would have felt like an asshole for even meeting me in the first place. <laughs> it sounds like I'm rubbing off on you. You need to go to work. And then, yeah, and then by Monday this week, I was so just angry that I couldn't yeah. be at work. You, your <laughs> only social interaction are with your fucking shitty work colleagues. <laughs> <laughs> and, yeah, so I'm, I'm super pumped to be healthy. I'm super glad to be back at work. And I'm glad that when I got back to work, I could hand out cinnamon buns to people. And then when they looked at me with the stink eye, I could be like, nah, bitch, I'm COVID clean. Yeah. This thing. I, I sneezed, sneezed on, on it. Yeah, I sneezed on it. You're not even going to get sick. Exactly. <laughs> All right. So that's pretty cool. Okay. Good that vibes. Cool. Good vibes. Well, you know, we got we got one more good vibe before we talk about the elephant, the 13 of them. The 13 in the elephants room. in the room. We've got some patron shout outs. Oh, shit. We've got some Patreon supporters to shout out. These are people who have gone... Above and beyond to support the show, help the community grow, help us with things like the microphones and the light stands for YouTube and 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 growing that for us. Yeah. They help us with prize support. So that's what the patrons do. And as a gift, of course, we've got the CCO nickname. <laughs> I don't know why they want these, I but don't they know. seem to. Well, everybody on the on the CCO Discord, again, that's another benefit. You go to the CCO Discord, you get your nickname, you get finger blasted in the chat, and then you change your nickname. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. So we've got a couple. 
a couple maybe maybe aliases, maybe people have already got their names, but no. This is official now. First shout out, F U to Tyler Matuli Stone. Tyler Tuli Stone. Tyler Metal Tuli Stoned. I thought of something in my head, but now I lost it. Oh, what was it? I don't remember. I lost we'll it. We'll find it. I need a Q-tip. <laughs> <laughs> Tyler Matuli. Metal Tuli Stone. Metal Tool. Oh, Metal Tool. Ah, yeah. Do we Google that? Like on 7. Oh, no. I've seen that movie. Really? Yes. Dang. It's got Brad Pitt and that, that what's, who's the other guy in it? Gwyneth Paltrow? Nope, she's not a guy. Uh, Kevin Spacey? Yeah, he's in it. And the the dude that voices all those Penguin documentaries also. Morgan Freeman. Morgan Freeman, that's who it is. Yeah, we got yeah, there. yeah, we got yeah, there. yeah. What's yeah. in the box? I want to know what's in the box. It's... John Doe has the upper hand. What's in the box? Eh. Isn't it like his wife's head? Oh, I wasn't going to ruin the ending, but. Everybody's seen seven. Yeah, everybody's seen seven. So, but did they see the head in the box? Is I don't know. That's like one of those things where it's like, do you remember seeing the head in the box? Because some people like me do, but when you actually watch the movie, you don't. It's weird. Oh yeah. Yeah. Oh. Very strange. That's like um, the Bernstein Bears and the Bernstein Bears or the fucking pink pants che- or whatever. Cheshire. Oh no. What's what's um what's the cat? Cheshire cat. No. The the science cat. <laughs> Is it in the box? Is it not in the box? Schrodinger's cat. Schrodinger's cat. Yeah, Schrodinger's head <laughs> at this point. <laughs> uh, maybe don't Google. Tyler Matuli Stone, welcome. Did we give him a nickname? Tool st- uh, Tyler Metal, metal me- Tool. Metal Tool, yeah. yeah. Fucking Metal Tool. Okay, next one. Okay. Keaton Reinhardt. This is pseudo-celebrity Natalia Reinhardt's relative. Does Natalia Neidhardt? Oh, <laughs> I thought I got. I thought I got it. I and, thought I got the last name. Well, well, you did get the last name. It was just the wrong name. Oh, <laughs> doesn't work like that, hey? No, no, that's not. That's not at all how it works. Oh well, this is Keaton. Keaton Neidhart. Night. Keaton the Anvil Neidhart. Oh yeah, yeah the that's Anvil. A, that's, yeah, that's a, like two metal in a row. That's two a good metal nickname. nicknames. Yeah. yeah. Okay. Um, Keaton. What is it? Nine The Anvil Neidhart. Neidhart. The Anvil Neidhart. Yeah, like it. The Anvil Ass Neidhart. Sure. Maybe he's got buns of steel. I don't know. Yeah, we don't know. Yeah, probably does. Probably. Okay. Next shout out. Zach McDermott. Zach McDur. Dur. Maybe something dermis. That's skin related, right? Maybe he's got like. Maybe he's got metal skin. Sack McDermott. Oh, I don't yeah. know why I have Sack in my head. Well, because his name's Zach. Oh, Sack. Yeah, Sack McDermott. Sack McDermott. <laughs> <laughs> that means it's. We got there. <laughs> yeah, we, yeah, there it is. All that right. Organic. I like that yeah, one. Yeah, Sack McDermott. I like it. Okay, so those are today's shout outs. We got a couple more on our bonus show tomorrow. Coming up tomorrow. That's going to be a good one. And it is going to be a good one. We we prepared for that one more than we do for regular bonus shows. We talked quite a, quite a bit of dialogue on. Yeah, there was text messages and, and, and feelings and how we wanted to do it. Yeah, and like a like an email chain. I had an email that I sent to myself. How much do we fucking lay in on oh, it? Oh, yeah, it's going to be good. Yeah. Apropos so, of nothing, of course. Oh, yeah, of course. Yeah. <laughs> like always. Yeah, okay. But, <laughs> but today, 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 my friend, we've got, you called it in the intro, intro Brash Taunter Gate 2020. Oh, so what happened was, because Brash Taunter is the most handsome. Most utility filled. Ooh. Most. What's the word I'm thinking of where it can do everything? 
utility filled is good. Whatever. He's he's like the the six million dollar man. He's the greatest one one creature in Magic the Gathering. Oh yeah, you're putting that stamp on it. Well, I think that he might actually win more games. Like he might be the thing <laughs> that wins more games than any oh, other. Oh, we always say that. Like Crater Hoop has won more games than any other green card. Yeah. Or or insurrection red card or um. Yeah. Exanguinate, Torment of Hailfire in black. So over time, I feel like Brash Taunter might be the one one that kills the most people. Most people. people. Okay, well, give him a read, and then we're going to do a bunch of decks. We're going to do 13 decks today. That is so many decks, dude. That is ridiculous. So these, just while you're looking it up there, so you get the wording exactly right, these are submitted on our preferred decklist channel on the CCO Discord. It's one of the benefits to coming to Patreon. You check out the reward tiers, you'll, you'll find it. So we've got a bunch there, and just kind of organically, I don't think you had started it, but they said, like, let's build a bunch of decks or something, right? And you hopped on board and were like, yeah, build it. We'll, we'll do an episode or something, right? Yeah. So we got a bunch on the Discord, and and we got a bunch in our email. And we, we get so many deck nails, like so many. People want to showcase their unique builds and stuff, and a couple of the really good ones, really funny ones that that either had creative categories, funny names, commanders that we liked, were in our email. So we lumped those into, and we're going to cover all of them quick hit style. So give Brash Taunter a read. Brash Taunter is a 1-1 indestructible goblin for red 4. Whenever Brash Taunter is dealt damage, it deals that much damage to target opponent, and it has red 2 tap. Brash Taunter fights another target creature. All right, so let's let's get into our first list. Okay, we got thirteen decks. We're gonna cover them. I think there's thirteen. Did we add one more? I don't think so. I don't know. Whatever. L- we've got all the tabs are open across my entire computer screen, and I'm not counting them all. So let's just let, let's hit the first one. Ryan. Let's hit the first one. So this is Patreon supporter, good friend of the show, member of the nation, T Coats. This is Tyler Coates' deck, and he is Stuffy Doll 1321 on Architect.com. So you can check that out. You can check out all of his sweet lists, including this one. It is a, what is this? Kazrov Sengir Pureblood? Yeah, and all the links to all the deck lists are going to be in the show notes, wherever you find the show. So if you want to see the lists, because there is some unique stuff, there is some. What do we call them? Incidental taunters. Yeah, there's some decks that are just real good that just so happen to have a really cool brash taunter package in them. Yep. And there are some decks that are focused all the way around getting a brash taunter out and comboing with it and just doing a combo with it or setting out a brash taunter and then just abusing it with something that your deck is already doing. Yes. So I think I think the crux of everything we're gonna say over the next I don't know 40 minutes or so is when brash taunter is dealt damage, you can you can deal that much damage to. A player. Yes. Essentially is how it works. Correct. We're less concerned about the fighting, though we can do that, but we just want to deal damage. And Stuffy Doll 1321, T Coates, actually plays Stuffy Doll in this list, which is a 0 1 indestructible. When it enters a battlefield, you choose a player. Whenever Stuffy Doll is dealt damage, it deals that much damage to the chosen player, and you can tap it to deal one, right? That's one to it, itself. One to itself. Oh, yeah, that's right. So it's, uh, He's shitty Brash Taunter. Yeah, the original Brash Taunter. And then old Brashy Boy, BT, if you will, <laughs> <laughs> made made Stuffy Doll better. Or obsoleted Stuffy Doll, even though they still kind of go hand in hand. Yeah, you can play them together. When we hit a couple of the other lists, specifically ones that include white, we're going to see a couple of other Brash Taunter-esque creatures. Yep. We'll hit those. We're also going to see lots of Stuffy Dolls today. Lots that's of right. the Dexland That's Stuffy right. Doll. And any, any, not all of them, but 
a lot of the decks that are blue inclusive are going to include a clone package. Hell yeah. And, and or even common legendary creatures to lead the deck that lean into making copies or tokens of Brash Taunter. One of which gave me a, a level up moment. That we talk about sometimes. Okay, sweet, so sweet, we get sweet, to that sweet. Soon. Okay, so what's this guy's name? Kazarov? Singer Kaz. Pure Blood. This is a 4 4 vampire for black, black, five flyer. Whenever a creature an opponent controls is dealt damage, put a plus one counter on Kazarov and you can go red three and it deals two damage to target creature. So it's sort of on a seven drop, it's sort of got built in removal. Sometimes, though, we can deal damage to the Brash Taunter or Stuffy Doll, and then it deals damage to the player. Because Kazarov can only target creatures. While making itself bigger. Yeah. So you bounce two damage off your Brash Taunter, and Kazarov gets bigger. Whenever a creature an opponent controls oh, is dealt damage. That sucks. Yeah, but you can you can just use Kazarov to kill guys that are in the way. Once Kazarov is big, you can, you can attack with it and not have blockers because you've removed them or you've got, you've used Brash Taunter to fight those creatures. Yeah. yeah. So the deck mostly is, oh, looking at it, it's like a hundred percent black except for Brash Taunter and it's got an Obosh the Prey Piercer, which is a it's a damage doubler right if a source you control with an odd converted mana cost deals damage to a permanent or player it deals double that damage so brash taunter five stuffy Ooh. doll five kazarov seven, seven. <laughs> <laughs> so if kazarov deals damage to brash taunter it's doubled then brash taunter deals damage to stuffy doll it's doubled and then Stuffy Doll deals damage to the player, it's doubled. So two, doubled to four, doubled to eight, eight doubled to 16, if you have all of those cards. Yeah. And then that 16 might be doubled because we've got an Archfiend of, Dispar of Despair and a Wound Reflection, which Ooh. say at the beginning of each end step, each opponent loses life equal to the life they've lost this turn. Yeah. So that 16 gets doubled to 32, gets doubled to 64 if you have those two cards. And you'll notice that T. Coates didn't go down the total scumbag route and put a Heartlet's Hit It Sugu in here, because that goes really good with Ooh, Wound Reflection. And you could. And you totally could. And and it goes good with Obosh, because it's got a, it's Heartless Hit It Sugu is a five drop. Yeah. Yep. yep. And we... You could continue along this with the with the doublers with stuff like Furnace of Wrath, Dictator of the Gods, Fiery Emancipation. emancipation. Yep, 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 yep. And, and we're gonna see some of those later on in the show, by the by. So that's what we're gonna say about this deck. We we gotta we gotta hey look he's got one tutor. <laughs> Catch all tutor. Everybody gets one, right? He's also got a wall of souls. That's a brash taunter stand in. He's also got a Mirage Mirror and a Helm of the Host. Oh, yep. Which get us more Taunters or Stuffy Dolls. And we're going to see those, right? We, we are going to see we're those. We're going to see those. And we've got in the damaging effects, because there is a deal damage to creature things so you can abuse the Brash Taunter. There's a underplayed little gem in Will Withering Wisps. I yeah. Think, which is a, it's essentially a, what, I can't think of the word right now, a Pestilence. Yeah. That only works with Snowlands. Yeah. But it costs three instead of four. Yeah, super cool, old school include. Final two things. We've got a Death Pits of Wrath and a Hirobi. Hirobi is whenever a creature becomes a target of a spell or ability, destroy it. If you target Brash Taunter or Stuffy Doll, they're indestructible, so we can still do what we want. And Death Pits of Wrath. Whenever a creature is dealt damage, destroy it. it so if you, 
if you fight target creature, it dies with one of those two cards. Oh, baby. So Brash yep. Taunter just wrecks their dudes. I like it. Yeah. So that's the first one. That's about how fast we want to go so we can cover all of them kind of in a in a timely manner. T Coats, thank you for the list. Thank you for being part of CCO Nation. And ultimately, uh, F you. Also, thanks for putting Hirobi back in the deck. I Ooh, miss him. Oh, yeah. He's one of my top five favorite cards all time. No joke. I love Hirobi, but he kind of fell out of favor for me as it became too easy for my opponents to abuse his abilities, so I don't get to play him as much. So every oh. time he shows up somewhere, it makes me happy. Hey, get hey, check this. I just had an idea. We way long time ago, early in our YouTube escapade, we did top tens. We could revisit our top tens, but I think like top ten favorite cards of all time. I think we could maybe do favorite commanders of all time. So get at us Ooh. if you want to hear top ten favorite commanders of all time or top ten favorite decks you've owned or played. Ooh. That is a good one because, like, you and I, but everybody, is very passionate about decks they've built, decks they play, keep, nostalgia, right? The decks that, that like your Hirobi deck. It's got to be in your top 10. Hell yeah. Yeah. Oh, absolutely it is. Anyways, if you want to see that kind of YouTube content, let us know. We're always in the market to, to do what CCO Nation wants to watch. Next list. Next list. This one is from our boy... F.U. Lenny. At Johnny's Gay Pride Mate on yeah. Arcadex. Yeah, Link will be, and I think on, on Discord as well. He's F.U. Lemmy in our Discord, but he's a Johnny's Gay Pride Mate everywhere else and on Twitter and stuff. Yeah. So, again, links are in the show notes. Give him an F.U. in the Discord if you're in there. If you follow him on Twitter, give him an F.U. there too, just right. because. He is totally medium. Ah, yeah. As both a human being and a Magic player, he's totally medium. Ooh, I would say as a magic player, definitely just sub medium. You think just sub medium? Yeah. Like, yeah. Well, here's the thing. He's playing a brash taunter list that's like mono white, but he's using Golos as the If that is not the most medium ass meta shit. <laughs> All right. So we got a Golos. I think everybody knows Golos. So we'll just, he enters the battlefield. You search for a land, right? right. You can pay Wubergen two and flip the top three and play them. Yeah, this deck doesn't really do that. Yeah, we don't care. Remember, we're playing Brash Taunter. Yes. Old Brashy boy. The only red, the only non-white, non-artifact card in the list. This is very Lenny. Lenny yep. plays Bomberman, Tashar. He's all up in the mono-white combo space. Yeah. And we have got, and read this card, because I think that this card is a little bit underserved. Charge Across Araba. What the fuck? Is an instant... Arcane for white four with sweep. Not sweep. the transformer, but the keyword. Yeah. And what sweep is, is return any number of planes you control to their owner's hand. Creatures you control get plus one, plus one for each planes swept this way. Okay, so two things. This, for five mana, is sort of, if there's no blockers because it doesn't give them trample, <laughs> <laughs> sort of like white overrun. Pay five, return five, and fucking give plus five, plus five. Wow. Yeah, this is a cool card. But. Oh, but there's a but. Oh, there's always a but. <laughs> white can't fucking ramp. So what does white do? White's like, you know what? Fuck it. We can't ramp. Let's just anti-ramp. Let's give all the fucking lands back to the hand. Let's get them all back there. Fuck it. We're, we're so done with the ramp conversation. We're jumping back to the hand. Fuck it. <laughs> One at a time, bitches. <laughs> One at a time for the whole game. And then they're all going away. But uh, charge across your rabbit. Okay, so w w 
we're go- we got to go fast. Yes. What's the combo? What's the combo? Because I missed it and you fucking nailed it. So the combo is Brash Taunter, of course. Then we have a little known and little appreciated, I think, white enchantment called Justice. Justice. <laughs> and Justice cost white, white, two. And at the beginning of your upkeep, you have to pay white, white, or sack it. Yeah, that's great with charge against the Araba. Or across here. <laughs> Don't care. Not going to need it. And what it says is whenever a red source, essentially red source, deals damage to a player, that player, that source's controller takes that much damage as well. Okay. So Brash Taunter deals one damage to something. Yes. Sure. And then it will one damage you. Which is like, what the fuck? Why would you ever want to do that? Yes. We got to remember playing white. Yes. And in white, we have effects like Pariah. And what Pariah does is it's an enchantment for white two that enchants a creature. And what it does is make it so all the damage that would be dealt to you is dealt to the pariahed creature instead. So justice, when our Brash Taunter deals damage to opponent, we take one. Pariah says Brash Taunter takes one. Brash Taunter then deals that one damage to an opponent, which deals a damage to us, which deals a damage to Brash Taunter because of Pariah. This also works with Pariah's shield equipment, of course, and because this is a white deck, we have ways to find equipments. Are we playing? Are we playing some equipment finding stuff? No, we could be. But we're not. We're not playing Stoneforge, none of that stuff. But here we do oh, have. Oh, yeah, a, I didn't even think of Stoneforge. I was thinking of. Or Stonehewer Giant or, or, or Sigarda's Aid or. No, what's the other one? The. Uh, what the heck is it? The Steel Shaper's Gift. There we go. Yeah, yeah we're not we're, playing those. We are playing, though, an Open the Armory. Yeah, we're playing an Open the Armory. We're playing Idealic Tutor. We got Enlightened Tutor to find our enchantments. And a Recruiter of the Guard because that finds a creature with toughness uh, two or less, right? And that'll find Brash Taunter. Yeah, it will. Yeah, so Brash Idealic Taunter Tutor for so or, or, or um, Open the Armory will find us our Pariah Shield, the equipment, or the Enchantment Tutors will find Pariah, and then Recruiter is essentially Brash Taunter 2.0. And then we are... Infinite comboing in white with the most versatile creature in Magic's history. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> totally awesome. Totally awesome. What What is the point of, of Golos? Golos finds us land, right, when it enters a battlefield. And we've got a whole bunch of land. Do we, do we find, like, an Emeria, the Sky Ruin, in case Brash Taunter actually does get put into the graveyard? We can get it back? How does it get put into the graveyard, Ryan? I don't know. It's indestructible. <laughs> I don't know. We've got a big redirection package also that can redirect damage from us to Taunter. That's yep. important yep. in case you don't have your justice. There's lots of things you can do here. I don't know why he's playing Golos. I think maybe it's just for colors. Maybe. Yeah, I don't know. We're going to see a couple other Boros commanders, so let's talk about Boros when we get there. Lenny, big F you for sending it in. Next, next, actually next two lists are both from our boy, Chris motherfucking ass von doom Ooh, yeah so we've got a grixis list which he is grixis chris but it turns out he's also teamer chris yeah he's got a <laughs> In- snake hug deck that i think lots of people have seen i've seen i call them imitations of chris von doom snake hug list. oh yeah i played against one on stream i've seen him in a couple of other games that i've played in i just assume that they've copied chris von doom's list yeah well i i, I featured it on commander ad populum one time and it, it is a cool deck and Very I, cool. you've played against it and you know that i love teamer chris's submission for today's brash taunter gate is a Rico of two reflections deck so essentially when you cast a creature when a creature enters the battlefield you can pay green blue to make a copy of it 
or when you cast an instant or sorcery, you can pay red blue to make a copy of it. So he's a copy guy. He costs six or five, teamer and two, to copy stuff. And today we've got Brash Taunter, we've got Stuffy Doll, we've got Oh Baby, Underworld Breach. You underwear breach, baby. And then he's got a whole suite of Don't Fuck With Taunter which is Comet Storms, Earthquakes, Electrodominance, Fall of the Titans. What is that one? That's a new one, right? Oh, no, it's it's not new. We just we just played it in a deck like a couple weeks ago. Yeah, we talked about it a little bit ago. It's red XX to do X damage, I think two things. Mm-hmm. Or it has Surge, red X, and Surge is if you played another spell this turn, you can cast it for its Surge cost instead of its regular cost. Yeah. Insult to Injury, Jaya's Immolating Inferno, Rolling Earthquake, and Star of a Stink. <laughs> brown, brown oh and Starstorm. what is it chocolate starfish of extinction yes <laughs> brando's ryan altar recommendation oh, of the week no. chocolate starfish of extinction Gross. Do not Google. it could be a flaming butthole falling out of the sky it could be an actual starfish it could be limp biscuits album cover oh man it could be fred durst Just, you could paint a backwards red yankees hat on the on the the comet that's coming down oh you know what's sad is some of those limp biscuit songs that we listened to growing up are like 20 22 25 years old now yeah some members of the nation aren't even going to get a red cap backwards reference wow what the hell has this world come to? What is the world coming to when they can't even know how awesome it is but to be in Limp Biscuit by listening to the last four Limp Biscuit albums? Man. Remember when Joe didn't know who Fred Durst was? Ooh. That was the funniest thing ever, man. <laughs> I just thought of that. Good vibe of the week. <laughs> okay, so Chris Von Doom's got a like a big red damage package, and of course we've got a bunch of like ramp spells and stuff that we want to double. And if that isn't enough, we've got clones out the asshole. Yeah, this is our first crass taunters is the is the name of the of the of the category but cackling counterpart altered ego clone cryptoplasm glass pool mimic that's a modal double face card we said we'd see lots of them here they are mirage mirror mirror of the forebearers momer vig fuck we got so many clones and this is the first deck that is leaning all the way into making as many brash taunters you make several brash taunters and then you earthquake to win games. Yeah. It's even got a Felden of the Third Path. So that you can bring the either Brash Taunter himself or a clone of Brash Taunter out of the graveyard. Yeah. So you can continue taunting. Yes. Brashly. Yes. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. So that's the, that is, I wanted to highlight this one because it had, it was the first one with all the clones. Crick's, Crick's other deck, Chris's other deck is the Grixis one and it's Kess Dissident Mage which is a three for flyer for Grixis and one, which once during your turn, you can cast an instant or sorcery from your graveyard and then you exile it. And this looks like sort of like a, I don't want to call it a Grixis good stuff deck, but we're playing like the chaos warps, the curiosities, the the, the reality shift, mystical tutors, underworld breach again. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, we got another clone package. This one, including yep. some of the non or not non blue, but some of the blue X ones. You've got a Dax duplicate, which very good. It's got uh, dethrone and I think haste Yep. and evil twin, where if you oh, clone you your opponent's shit, you can then use it to kill your opponent's shit. Yes, 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 yes. Essentially it's a very similar deck. It has the same shell, but this one gives us some black card draw instead of green ramp. And then we have the same kind of 
earthquake, electrodominance, follow the titans type package. But this time we also have tainted strike and glistening oil because if we give brash taunter infect and then we deal at 10 damage with an earthquake, it's going to deal 10 damage to target opponent. And even if they're at 40, they're going to kill somebody. So instead of having to do 120 with brash taunter, which isn't that hard, you only have to do 30, <laughs> which is way easier. <laughs> yes. Yeah, so both great submissions. I like the use of Infect. We like the use of clones. We're going to see it some more. Moving on. Mother ass, Big Dick Jones. <laughs> <laughs> and this is an Olivia Valdarin brash taunter list. Do you remember when Olivia Valdarin had that whole big thing about her? It was like, what's that thing? Because you can see both of her feet sticking out the bottom of her dress. She has a penis. Yep. And nobody even stopped to think, dude, she's literally holding her fucking dress out like that. That's what's happening in that picture. Yeah. So if you still think that Olivia Valdarin has just a huge horn or a third leg, she's just holding the fabric of her dress while she elegantly flies up the stairs. Yep. Jesus. And you know what? If she had a big wang... It's fine. It's totally fine. I'd still, I'd still hit it. Yeah, yeah. No, it would probably hit you. Whatever. <laughs> You'd end up with a big black eye. <laughs> it looked like you fought Brash Taunter. <laughs> <laughs> but Big Dick Jones submitted this. I think this was another of the of the preferred decklist Discord decks, and this one is a Grixis. Grixis, yeah, Rakdos. Gr yeah, sorry, Rakdos list which looks like we've got like a reanimation package because you got to keep that brash taunter up and running because they might make you sack it they might do some dastardly minus one minus one shenaniganery i keep looking to see if there's like any mill if if we want to mill down and mill our own brash taunter and then get it back with like an anime dead or something because this one does have an anime dead no no this one just plays the reanimation to get Brashy Boy back, and then it plays all of that great-ass shit that just deals a bunch of damage. Bla Blasphemous Acts, Chandra's Ignitions, Double Casts, do that again. We got some sick-ass removal. We got an Ether Flash, because that card is just effing fun. And we have all of the red dam damage doublers in Dick Taste of the Twin Gods, Fiery Emancipation, and Horno Durath, which is Furnace of Wrath in, I assume, Spanish. I was just going to say, I think that he put that version of that card exactly in this deck for us to say Horno de Wrath <laughs> right on air, right after we talked about Olivia's big horn. Wow, we, we stepped right into the trap. We got there. <laughs> we got right <laughs> into we, the fucking trap. Wow. Just, <laughs> I feel like one of those rabbits that gets stuck in the little noose and it flips them up into the tree. <laughs> <Yes>. Shit. <laughs> We're dangling upside down by one leg. Brash Taunter comes up, gives us the middle finger. <laughs> he's out. I'm, I'm out of here, fucking CCO Nation. <laughs> oh, shit. No, he's not. We got like 10 more decks to do. <laughs> okay, we got we to gotta pick up the pace here. We got to move fast to get all the decks in. There's We've, so many. Yeah, yeah. So many brashy boys. Vile Smasher and Ishai Partner Deck. This is a non-green deck, and it's got some stuff that we like and some stuff that we can throw back to decks that we did... Uh, Earlier this episode. <laughs> yes, five or ten minutes ago. We've got all the damage doublers in your red and your blacks. Oh, We're oh, talking. Who, who, whose deck is it? This is Anthony Buckley, Patreon supporter, member of the nation. That's and Anthony Buckley's. He tastes awful, but he does work. He does work like submitting this deck. Yes, much like this deck. Oh, this is the first one that actually runs across a card that showed up in lots of the decks, and I'm not sure why it's there. And that card is Inquisitor's Flail, because it doubles the damage 
from and to a creature, but I think it's just combat damage. So yeah, it's great if Brash Taunter's blocking something, but there's no human being on the earth that's going to swing a 10-10 into a Brash Taunter with an Inquisitor's Flail on it, under no, any circumstances. Maybe that's the point. It keeps you alive. Maybe. Maybe it's a defensive maneuver in this case, where, where Inquisitor's Flail is usually an offensive card. Neat. Brash Taunter, hella versatile. Makes the, the most offenses, offensives of offenses defensive that is some cco meta shit yeah there we go <laughs> there we go we also got the dictate. we got the emancipation we got the furnace we got the orlash the prey piercer yep and and we've got spite mare and true fire captain boros reckoner those are ones when they deal when they get dealt damage they deal that much damage so we've got more brashy boys yeah, of course Priya, Priya shield and this one general regalia general's regalia missing from fu lenny's list but would fit right in there it says the next time a source of your choice would deal damage to you this turn it deals damage to target creature instead so you just target brash taunter and then, instead of us taking damage it does yeah that's a rare from masks but i have one of those probably do sweet send it to lenny <laughs> <laughs> Okay, moving on. Thank you, Anthony Buckley's. Also important about this deck from Anthony Buckley's is he named a couple of cards slash card categories in ways that I really appreciate, including Boring Ramp and Funny Meme Card, which contains one card, and that card is Gamble. Yeah. We're playing a deck that has access to black, and the only tutor in the list is Gamble. <laughs> Hell yeah, dude. I appreciate that. I love the, the balls of that. Oh, yeah. You love balls. Whatever. Said it. Okay, next one. This is from Deezer89. That is D's Here Irons on, on our Discord. Or D's Here Nuts. Yeah. I think he I think he was called that for a while too. Yep. Nuts with a Z. Yeah, it's with a Z if you're in the land of the free and didn't know what a Z is. He's a Power Rangers villain. Zed. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh, that's great. Okay. Oh, this is the one. The, oh yeah! Oh, this this is the one. This is our first of, I think, two, Brutaclad lists. So give Brutaclad a read, and then tell us, tell everybody what you did. Brutaclad is a four-four for red-blue four creature tokens you control have haste, and at the beginning of combat on your turn, you get a two-one mirror creature token, and then all of your creature tokens become a copy of a token that you control, or all of your tokens become a copy of target token that you control. Okay. And I saw this, and I read this deck list, and it was this one specifically. And I was sitting at my table on my phone, flipping through deck lists, and I looked at this one, and I said, oh, my God. Oh, my God. And I immediately just punched myself directly in the face. Andrew WK style. Yep. For not getting this myself, ran down into my basement, and immediately put a brash taunter into my Brutaclad and the Seven Dwarves deck. So now it's the Brutaclad and the Eight-Inch Dwarf deck. He's eight inches. Eight inches he, of fucking pain. He, <laughs> he got rhinoplasty. Damn right he's he got, did. He got rhino-sized eight inches of pain. So not only can I make a million seven dwarves and just send him to do work, now I can make a billion brash taunters and just let them do the work for me. <laughs> oh, dude. Oh, dude. So I felt like an asshole for not thinking of that myself. A brash hole. Yes. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> but here we are. So now I, I appreciate... 
this specific one because it changed a deck that I play into a way better deck that I play. Get this. Brash Taunter, so versatile that I made a punny dad joke and you thought it was funny. Oh, shit. Oh, man. Brash Taunter. I never, never stops giving. If you've got this far in the episode and you are not 100% convinced that Brash Taunter is the most versatile creature card ever printed, there's something wrong with you. Well, I think if anybody's this far, they they agree, and anybody who doesn't agree has shut the episode off and as are are no longer listening. <laughs> <laughs> okay, so we have got Clone Legion, Faded Infatuation, Followed Footsteps, Helm of the Host, Mirror of the Forebearers, Quasi Duplicate, and Right of Replication to make tokens of which Brutaclad uh, of Brash Taunter of which Brutaclad can make all of our tokens into Brash Taunters. Yes. So that's how this deck works. And sweet little include in in decks, I don't think we've mentioned it, but if you've got blue and Brash Taunter, you can play Curiosity. Oh, yeah. And whenever, that's an enchantment for blue, Niv-Mizzet players know it, right? Whenever enchanted creature deals damage, draw a card. So all of these Brash Taunter things could result in drawing lots of cards or like in in Lenny's case where he had the combo you could draw your entire deck just make sure it's not like an infinite loop that you can stop it a lot of the times what what we would maybe see is an infinite loop to draw your whole deck all the way down until you draw your swords or path and you respond to one of the triggers that deals damage by exiling brash taunter and you've got your whole deck in your hand (laughs) (laughs) so these here nuts Thank you for sending the list in. Let's move to the other Brutaclad list right now, just so we can cover it to see if there's any any other similarities or what have yous. We're seeing 13 this time, 13 clone cards and 12 token makers. Yes. So we're doing basically the same thing where we're going to just make a million brash taunters and then fucking earthquake them. Yeah, I love that. Yeah. Well, we're, we're seeing a whole bunch of like earthquakes and blasphemous acts and stuff. We're not seeing a whole bunch of repercussions. Repercussion is whenever enchanted creature is dealt damage, it deals that much damage to you, its controller. Yeah. And it, it's fine if, if we take the damage too, because essentially that's going to, that's going to not, not double brash taunter, but. If if we've got Pariah, Pariah Shield, uh, yeah. we've seen that repeat a bunch as well. So if we can then deal that damage back to Brash Taunter, it'll deal it back to us with repercussion, and we'll deal it back to Brash Taunter, back to us, all while also dealing damage to our opponent. <laughs> so Pariah Shield, Brash Taunter, and repercussion just goes infinite, and that's in mono red. Ooh. Yeah, and if you have white... And, and what, what's what's the card for masks? The artifact that we just read. The somebody's regalia. General's regalia. There yeah. You go. You, there's another one in mono red, and if you have white, because we're gonna see more Boros decks, you can do that. The other the other Brutaclad deck was, and I I don't remember who this was. I didn't record this one. This is L N R three eight six on Architect. Huh. Check out the list. Link will be in the show notes. Thank you. You've got seven thousand different clones and token makers. If this is you, add us. We'll get you some credit because this is a good one too. I like this one. Yeah. Okay. Next up, here's here's our next Boros one. Fire Song and Sun Speaker. Give Fred, them a read. Fred and Barney are Minotaur cleric twins. For they're four sixes for white, red, four red instance and sorcery spells you control have life link. Whenever a white instance or sorcery you control causes you to gain life, you bolt something. 
Remember when these were the BioBox promo for Dominaria and people lost their mind because they're going to be like $100? Then they weren't. They're a dollar. Yeah. <laughs> okay, so we've got a Boros Bernie Life Gainy dot decky. This is one of those decks that we talked about where Brash Taunter was like in there as kind of a, a package inside of... It's basically your, your Fire Shepherd and Sun Reeker deck. With a bunch of super cool cards that are synergistic with that, and then it's got a Brash Taunter package in it. It's got Brash Taunter, it's got Boros Reckoner, it's got all that stuff, and then all your damage doublers and creature sweepers. But what it's really doing is it's just enhancing what Firesong and Sunspeaker are already doing by giving your big damage to a creature spells something to do big damage to a player spell while, I don't know, gaining some life or doing whatever it is you need to do. This this deck has a lot of cards that I would like to play that I don't think we've ever played or played very much. It's got Evra Halcyon Witness. That's the 4-4 four, four for 6 with lifelink that you can pay 4 to exchange your life total and its power. <laughs> you know you know what you can do with that? Make it a 44. And you know, you know what you can do with that? Fight it with Brash Taunter. <laughs> 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 so there, there. There it is. <laughs> oh, man. And you know what you do then? You get your 40 life back because <laughs> it's lifelink. It's target opponent. Yeah. It's not like if fight a creature and that creature's controller takes the damage. No. Brash Taunter takes the damage because it fought. Yeah. Ever gains all your life back. And then you fucking. Then you have a 44 and then you've 40'd somebody and you are at. 44 life. I want to put Evra and Brash Taunter in my Bryon Stout Arm deck. Of course you do. And I just I just pay four and then fling Evra because Bryon Stout Arm's got lifelink too. <laughs> I just gain all my life back. <laughs> and Brash Taunter just acts as like a as a backup. You could kill the whole table like that. You swing with Evra. Yes. Then you Brash Taunter, Evra, kill somebody else. Then you fling Evra. That is so fucking excellent. Mm -hmm. That is good. And I don't even need four people to be open or three people to be open. Just one. I need one person to be open. Yeah. Oh, that is good. Brash Taunter, Ryan. Yeah. Brash Taunter. And you know what? Routinely in that deck, I'm up above 40 because there is so many instances of lifelink. So I could switch Evra and and my life total, and Evra might be like a 68-4. Yeah. <laughs> and I go down to 40. <laughs> Ooh, oh no. <laughs> oh man, that's cool. Okay. M missing from this list, I think this is a good time to talk about it, is Spirit Bond or Spirit Mantle. Oh, I thought you were going to make a Dragon Ball of Spirit Bomb reference. No, it's like Lifelink, but it's not Lifelink. So you can give Brash Taunter... Oh, oh, yeah, Spirit Link. Link. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So We've seen Vampiric Link in one of the earlier ones, which is Spirit Link, not Life Link, but deals damage, gain life in black. Yeah, very it was cool. It was color shifted in, in Planar Chaos of Spirit Link back from whatever set that whatever was, Mask's hell. Block or, 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 or a Block, whenever it was, right? Yeah. Brash Taunter gaining you life after 40-ing somebody is pretty good. Then you're at 80. Oh, and then I love you can being switch 80. the life back. And yeah, yeah, on, yeah. Dude. Oh, that is sick. Okay, get... This. This is our second instance of Betrayers of Kamigawa. Garbage. Oh, no, this is Saviors of Kamigawa. Still garbage. Infiltrating its way into CCO Nation. Give this piece of junk a read. How many lists? What's the over-under on lists that this guy has on EDHREC.com? Jiwari, the Earth of Flame. I'm going to... 
What? I'll, I'll set it at I'll set it at 15 lists. Are you gonna take the over or the under? Oh, because that's higher than you thought I was gonna say. That's right? higher than I thought you were gonna say. Yeah, I'm going under. Okay, I'm going under. Let's look it up. Oh, it's two. <laughs> oh, not only did I win the over under, Juari, the Earth of Flame, is two. And if EDH Rex scrapers are doing their job, that means one of those lists is this one it's that we're talking about right now. <laughs> Give that piece of shit Holy a shit. Jiwari the Earth of Flame is a 3-3 for red, red, 3, and it has red X tap. It deals X damage to target creature without flying. And then it has channel for red, 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 X, discard it, deals X damage to each creature without flying. So... This is our mono red opportunity to do the infinite combo to play big red mana. You know, you, you get your your gauntlet of might, gauntlet of power, caged sun, braid of fire, repercussion, all the damage doublers, mana echoes, mana echoes. You just double everything. Yeah, Go, maybe goblin sub themes so you can sack them to mana echoes and and. Ashnod's Altar or Artifact sub-theme for some protection or recursion and you could sack them to Kirk Clan Ironworks. This is a deck that I think would be a cool deck to play. Not that he's doing all of those things. We've got, again, the Mad Earthquake package. We've got a really good damage doubler package. We've got a wheel package, including Gamble, of course, Yep. to find Taunter and so we, that we can play it. We've got a bunch of good stuff, stuff including Blood Moon, Anger, Chaos Warp, Comets, Vandal Blast, Torbran. Hell yeah! Sorry, and we didn't say it. This is and and I don't know I don't know who this is either, but this is Principal Cr Porter. Yeah, this was an email one, so we I don't think it was connected to the Discord. It, it would be easy to find, but we're sharing the computer right now. Yes, <laughs> sorry, we didn't have all the lists over on the big screen, so we had to. We're sharing Ryan's little one right now. Yeah, sorry everybody. Again, links are in the show notes. The decks will all be credited there, so check them out because they're a lot of fun. And this one is true CCO Nation stinker. Less than five builds on EDH. Less than two because this is one of them. <laughs> yeah, there was one list before this one. So 100% increase because of Arc of the Taunter, which I guess isn't really an arc because we're doing it all in one show. But you know what we mean. Okay, next one. And this one came in via email. And I think this one might have been in, in the, deck, the deck list Discord channel as well chuck the slice friend of the show patron supporter sent us in and get this pramicon brash taunter list what pramicum get some is what the <laughs> list is called <laughs> so lots of usual usual suspects right chain reaction boros reckoner blasphemous act that kind of stuff dark steel plate I think other lists have probably contained Dark Steel Plate, but this is the first one I wanted to highlight because of, it's like right beside Boros Reckoner in on the list that we're looking at. So you stick it on the other Taunter thing, yep. a la Boros Reckoner, thereby giving you a second shittier Brash Taunter. Yep. And, oh, not only is he playing Pramicon, Man After My Own Heart also playing a Circle of Protection. Red. Whoa. Circle of Protection Red is an enchantment for white one. You can pay one. The next time a red source would deal damage to you this turn, 
prevent that damage. So you earthquake for a hundred, and then just circle of protected away from yourself. Earthquake for a hundred minus one mana, <laughs> <laughs> and then you've got furnace of wrath, fiery emancipation, all the doublers, right? And the triplers in emancipation. Yeah, yeah, and and then you just circle of protection, rad it away. <laughs> and I do that exact same trick in my enchanters list with hurricane and fault line, but circle of protection green. <laughs> so Squall line. Oh yeah, yeah. What did I say? Fault line. Oh, fault line is in this list. I was yes. literally looking at fault line when I said that. <laughs> yeah. Fault line is the earth. Fault line and earthquake, hurricane, squall, squall line. Or yeah. like they're the same. Yeah. One thing. one extra colored pip, but at it, instant speed. Yeah. Yeah. So if somebody's exiling brash taunter and you've got all your doublers, you just instant speed fault line kill every fucking thing. Yeah. Whoops. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so this is this is a our, our first instance of a Jeskai thing. So we could do all of the clone tricks in blue. Big mana or big damage tricks in red, and the pariahs and the finding artifacts and and things like indestructibility is an enchantment that gives enchanted creature indestructible. We can do those tricks in in white. White. That's right. Yes. And instead of recruiter of the guard, this time we've got imperial recruiter, which finds your brash taunter. Does the recruiter of the guard put the creature into your hand or into play? I both put it into your hand. In, into hand. Yeah, okay. they're the same card. One is for toughness. One is for power. Oh yeah. yeah. So both good cards, both good cards. Okay, we've got two more. We're going to kind of clump them together because these ones are, they they almost feel a little bit incidental that they include Brash Taunter, right? And they're from Xenopigeon, friend of the show, patron supporter, very active on Twitter. And the last one is a Borborygmos list by Camgirl McLift on the Discord. This is Borborygmos Enraged Brash Taunter. Yes. Which seems redundant because you chuck a land and... Borborygmos can deal damage to creature or player, and Brash Taunter deals damage to target opponent. Brash Taunter, in this list, I think it solves the life gain problem. Because sometimes with a deck where you're trying to three somebody out, eventually you're going to run out of lands, you're going to run out of cards. Whereas if you've got a Furnace of Wrath on a Brash Taunter, now instead of throwing away a land for three, you're throwing oh, it away and, for and, fucking 12. Yeah, you know what? You know what I just saw? This deck does play Fiery Emancipation. So we, th we, we throw away a land to deal three to Brash Taunter, that's now nine, and then Brash Taunter deals nine times three is 27 to an opponent. So it, it's doing the doubling trick that Brash Taunter wants to do, and I missed Fiery Emancipation the first time we did it. But this one, like Chris Von Doom's Grixis list, has a Grafted Exoskeleton, which can go on Brash Taunter or Borborygmos and, and achieve kind of the same type of effect. Yes. You'd probably want it more on Bobo in this particular case because it just takes out the step. Yep. But, I mean, hey, if you want to put it on Brash Taunter because Bobo isn't there... You can do that, too. Well, if you put it on Bobo, he deals damage to Brash Taunter. It'll do minus one counters. Yeah, I can't be doing that. Yeah, I can't be doing that. No, no, no. So maybe you do want it on Brash Taunter. And if, if you have a Fiery Emancipation, you definitely want it on Brash Taunter because it's just an, an instant kill yeah. versus putting it on Bobo and tripling it to nine, and then you just leave your nuts hanging to the wind. Yeah, you just, it's not enough. Yeah, yeah, yeah. The, the last deck or the other incidental one is a Winota list. And give Winona a read. We, we, did, we talked, I talked highly of Winona in our Ikoria set review. Winona Joiner of Forcers is a 4-4 four, four 
Human Warrior for White Red 2. Whenever a non-human creature you control attacks, look at the top six cards of your library. You may put a human creature card from among them onto the battlefield, tap then attacking. It gains indestructible until end of turn. Put the rest of the cards on the bottom of your library in a random order. This card is absolutely 100% insane. Yeah. Oh, it I knew that. <laughs> I knew that from... Absolutely 100% insane. That's why it's banned in a whole bunch of formats. Yeah. It is so easy to just flip your deck over and put all the humans into play. Yeah, so we, we can do multiple attacky-tacky. We do a bunch of non-human things in goblins, and we've got Torbrand, and hey, Inquisitor's Flail again, Fire Emancipation again. We've got a Kiki-Jiki package in here. I can't imagine how that might be fucking broken <laughs> but then we've got like anointed procession to just further that plan we're talking about damage doublers well what about token doublers in a winota deck that's got like a like a token sub theme yeah or a, a, like a beat your face well, up sub theme it's got the winota theme which is creature tokens non-human yes. creature tokens. yeah that's right and then humans out of the out of the out of the play out of the library yeah yeah and it's a, a cool deck it just runs brashy boy as like a incidental thing yeah and, and and if we're gonna play things like fiery emancipation and and brash taunter like that's just that's just good interactions that's just good synergy yeah and if some way we can double that or or, or emulate that across our whole board something like a twin flame where we can make a copy of brash taunter and fight two things fight the same thing twice Right, they've got a ten ten, and we've got a fiery emancipation. They're like, "Hey, I'm fucking safe." We go twin flame, fight it twice, take sixty. Ooh. <laughs> <laughs> Does that math check out? Probably. Probably. <laughs> Torbrand take sixty four. <laughs> <laughs> so those are the decks. Those are them. All eighty seven of them. Wow. Do you think we've proven our point? I. You know, I think that we added Brash Taunter to two of our personal decks. We've found 13 decks that Brash Taunter can go in. We've proved that Brash Taunter can be the commander of, of a deck out of the 99. I think, yeah. Oh, baby. I think that we have established Brash Taunter as the winningest 1-1. One -one. And mark my words, people are going to die to Brash Taunter. Oh, all the time. Yeah. All day long. With Fiery Emancipation by itself is is going to... And, and Brash Taunter, of course, is just enough to, like, run either of those cards if you're running the other card. Yeah. Yeah. I run them both in Norin. Mm-hmm. There it is. You didn't think Brash Taunter was going to go in Norin, the wary Ryan? <laughs> do, you got a, do you got a foil full art one? I have five full art foil <laughs> ones, sir. And they're all being played in decks. Oh, man, that's great. I, I don't think I actually own any. <gasps> but if I wanted to, go to FusionGamingOnline.com. Get all your brash taunters, and you, when we can finally play magic events again, maybe we'll do we'll do sharpie altars on them. We'll we'll I'll paint middle fingers on them. Sell them on the Thursday altar auctions on Facebook. The point is, you can go to few, pick them up. Use CCO Fusion Five promo code for five percent off. I want to see brash taunters sold out on that website. I would love that. And and if they are, you click on the little like the wish list uh, the, icon, the wish list thing. They'll send you an email when it's back in. Buy it up. Fusion, start over with buying up Brash Taunters from the general public because CCO Nation's coming to get them all. <laughs> Absolutely. They're, they're like a dollar, so just get them. Yeah. Just get them. And they're already in 19% of mono red decks on EDHREC.com. Oh, wow. So we're getting there. Yeah. The word's getting out. The yeah. word's getting out.
Big thanks to Fusion, of course. Thank you to everybody who sent it in, patron or otherwise. If you're part of the Patreon group and you you submitted something to the preferred deck list, we love getting them there because there's always dialogue, people talking about cards and decks, and it's really easy for us to go there and get that little bit of extra information to put an episode like this together. If you want to send them to the email, commandercoco.gmail.com, at gmail.com, mm-hmm. you could send them there too. Custom categories are at plus, write-ups are at plus, so we can, again, just have a little bit more information when we go through it all. So, final thought of the day, take us out. We've got a bonus episode tomorrow. Tune in. It's going to be a fun one. It's going to be a good one. So, again, thank you to everybody that sent in these lists. Thank you to FusionGamingOnline.com. They are your source for all your gaming needs and our official sponsors helping us keep the lights on. Brash Taunter, as you guys may have noticed, is one of my very favorite cards in all of Magic. And it's, it's brand new, it's fun, it's exciting, and I love seeing what everybody else has been doing with them and all the different ways that they are utilizing them. That has inspired both me and Ryan to put them in our personal decks. That's it. That's pretty cool. And I hope that over the hour or so, we have inspired you to do the exact same thing. So, thank you all for being here. Thank you for contributing to the show. We couldn't do it without you, and we really appreciate you having us in your ear holes and your eye holes every single week. And we're going to be back tomorrow with a very, very special episode of Commander Cookout Podcast. Hit our theme song! Thank you for having us in your brash holes.